everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Market and the Good. My name is Chris Gassman. I'm your host. And today we're releasing a bonus follow-up episode to the initial interview we hosted with Joshua Spodek. If you have not yet heard that conversation, I would encourage you to go check that one out. Not just for better context on my commitment, more importantly for the leadership methodologies behind today's conversation. This bonus covers the whole interview in one go, including content not covered in the three-part outtake. You'll notice a more off-the-mark reference to Jim Collins' clock-building concept and a lot more filler language from me than usual. We've left these moments where you could tell I was uncomfortable in intentionally. In these crises days when we need more trust and accountability in all directions, we hope you'll find this unedited episode 1.5 helpful. Yeah, interesting days to find ourselves in. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yes, beyond every day, it's the, the unpre- it's unpredictable in a way that's unpredictable. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of unpredictable, uh, you know, uh, I tried to send as coherent as possible a note last night, uh, juggling a little bit of um, hopefully it's just food poisoning among uh, uh, some family members. Uh, but amidst kind of uh, balancing for that, um, tried to send a, a note last night uh, that uh, I may have been over ambitious in where I thought I could get in one month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I do appreciate the accountability of like, no, Chris, even if you don't want to look at what the scale has to say today, you know, just still be mindful, hop on the scale and see what it says so that you can, you can adapt, you can plan. Uh, so uh, just wanted to lead off there if, you know, if it's um, more helpful to the process and to the conversation, if we repunt and schedule like, Hey, Chris, let's get to the point where you, you do plant the tree or if it's more about, no, no, let's, let's keep track at, at the, the time increment. Um, so just wanted to flag that I had not been as, as, uh, made not, had not made as much progress as I had anticipated I would within one month's time. All right. So before I answer uh, the clock is ticking now, or is this, I, I propose this be recorded this, as you share this because I'll, I'll say to you what I've said to a couple guests that, that have contacted me and said, can we reschedule? Cause I didn't get done what I thought I would get done. Mm. Now, on my podcast, this is not my podcast, this is yours, but on my podcast, my goal is not to bring a Disney version of, hey, just do this one little simple thing and everything, and you know, and the earth will cool back down again and greenhouse levels will return and and you know, I'll be, <laughs> you know, the princess will kiss the frog and so forth. One of the reasons I bring leaders to the environment to the environment is that leaders share what works and what doesn't work. They don't hide. They don't say I have all the answers. They actually share what happens. The most suc- the more mm. successful they are, the more they're willing to share their misgivings and their faults and their flaws and things like that. And I want a personal thing. I want people to get that this isn't so easy. It isn't so hard, but it is rewarding. I predict it'll be your experience that that people get to hear. So there, the two guests were really, they were like, let's postpone this. One was Jim Harshaw, uh, a, this great guy who's a former wrestler. I just talked to him the other day. 
we become very good friends. And um, he said his goal was that he was going to carpool. No, oh, what was it? Oh, he was going to take the bus instead of driving a couple times because he happens to live outside Charlottesville, Virginia, and his workplace and his home happen to be near bus stops. Charlottesville, Virginia is not known for its public transportation. <laughs> so after a while, it was like a month he was going to take, take it a couple times. So he's got a big family and he realized that this was taking more time away from his kids than he wanted. And he said, Josh, can I postpone it? I can't figure this thing out. And I said, let's talk anyway. And so we had an episode 1.5 instead of episode mm -hmm. two. Right. Actually in between when he said, oh yeah, you're right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll do the episode 1.5. I'll share the flaws. He sat down with his wife and kids and he said, kids, I, I committed to doing this driving less and taking the public transportation, but it's taking time away from you guys. And I wonder if you can help me figure out how to make this work. Can I still do it without taking time away from you? Long story short, they came up with this, instead of doing the, um, um, taking the bus, he ended up finding ways to carpool with the kids. And it ended up connecting with the neighbors more, spending more time with his kids, connecting, connecting them more in, the, in their lives by taking into account yeah. them, not just telling them, not just unilaterally deciding what you would do, but working with them. And so it became a family thing. It actually had greater results than he would have had otherwise. Another guy, Casper Craven, who I also spoke to the other day, he, he also didn't, he said, oh, I'm going to do this thing. It's so easy. I forget exactly what it was. And then he said, oh, wait, I didn't get any of it done. I said, well, I had this experience at the gym. Maybe we could have an episode 1.5. End result with him. He ended up involving his wife and, kid, his, and kids on the project. And when we eventually had an episode two, his wife and one kid, his son joined them. And they talked about all the fun that they had together doing this together. So I found that by people sharing what actually happened and sharing, you know, I thought this was going to be easy and it turned out it was hard, or I thought it was going to take this amount of time to take longer, or I thought I would be able to commit to it and I haven't been able to yet. In my experience, when they actually own up to it and don't hide it, and I, I, let me say we, because I've done this a few times myself where I've, you know, I've shared that I wasn't able to do what I thought I could, but then that keeps me serious and I end up getting results beyond what I expected. Mm -hmm. And that's why when I saw your email yesterday, one, I was, I had other things that I was doing and I wasn't sure if I would be able to finish them in time. Also, I suspected that a similar thing would happen with you. You're not a clown. You're someone who's a, I don't know, you're serious about things. You, you don't want to just, you're not interested. I, I would guess that you also don't want to present some Disney story where it's like, we edit out the part where it took longer or was harder or there were distractions or something like that. And you, I think sharing those things will make others, it'll enable others to follow you more as a leader than if they, if we airbrush those things out. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. That's uh, as you were describing, they're like, yeah, no, that, that reminds me of everything that we talk about with clients or just uh, with mentees or anyone else that plans. Uh, the one thing we know about plans is that they evaporate on contact with reality, right? And you, <laughs> yeah. we, they give us a starting point to iterate from. Uh, and, you know, anything worth doing is, takes effort, takes trying. So that, that, that all sounds good. 
uh, you know, the, the 1.5, uh, episode and yeah, uh, we can use however much of, of the anchor recording is going to be helpful. Um, it just has the benefit of being pre-recorded, uh, or, you know, recording automatically, I should say. Mm. Um, so, uh, where should we go from here? What would be helpful, uh, in, in sharing the warts of the journey and all? Well, I want to make a quick comment on what you said that, um, Oh, there was something I, this happens. I, I was, I used to, when someone said something, I wanted to comment on it. I would interrupt them and I learned, don't interrupt. It's, it's really annoying. And then I would <laughs> save what I was going to say. And then I realized I'm still not paying attention to them. So now I, I, I think of something I want to say. And then I'm like, well, if I remember it later, I'll remember it. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep paying attention. And now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, the, at 1.5. The, well, if it comes to me, it'll come to me. I propose that we, hmm, I'm thinking about it as, as I speak. I mean, I propose that this be the episode 1.5 and maybe Perfect. if it were my podcast, I would put an intro saying, this might sound a little boring, but keep listening because you'll hear that um, it's, you'll hear actual stuff going on. This is how, I, well, I don't know if you can say it about yourself, but I will say it for you. This is how leaders operate. What you're going through right now is you, it, yeah, we want to hide our flaws. We don't want, we want to look perfect. We want to look like it's easy. And I think that's what I was going to say was, it kills me that there's a lot of stuff out there that makes some, it like, oh, just stop using straws and you'll make a difference. And like a million cars will be taken off the road. That's not it. You stop <laughs> using straws, you're not going to see any difference at all, really. And it might even inconvenience you. That doesn't mean it doesn't make a difference. But if you focus on, the people, everything out there is like focusing on what I consider the wrong things and not the wrong things, the things that don't keep people acting. Right. They don't focus on this. Is it big or small rather than is it meaningful? And when you really care about it, that's why I focus on what the person cares about. And yeah, I remember what I was going to say before is that the skills involved in fighting our environmental degradation People think that it's skills about science, about learning more facts and figures, about learning the details, about learning how many people in Bangladesh are being affected by the latest flood or something like that. The actual skills that are important are, are we honest with ourselves when we don't do something we said we would? And do we get back on the horse? It's, it's the same skills of if you want to quit smoking. It's as if you want to go to the skills, if you want to change a habit in your life. These are the social and emotional skills of self-awareness, of when someone tells you, oh, what you do doesn't matter. Do you believe that what you do doesn't matter or do you believe what you do does matter? I put to you that most people actually don't want to believe that what they do doesn't matter. And so these are emotional skills. Oh, I've been doing this for six months and I'm not making any difference. Everyone who's gone through personal change has felt that at some point. Some mm -hmm. at that point give up. Some at that point say, I said I would do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure this out. And, and they get through it. And the more you do it once you do it, the, it makes it the second time easier and the third time easier. And the social skills of how do you influence others? If you, know, if you just do this for yourself, that's, I, I find that that's very deeply rewarding, but I'm doing it in service of others. And leading others through this change is one of the great experiences that I've found. And if, if anyone listening to this is interested in leadership and management, and advancing their careers, advancing their own personal lives. 
leading others to this change is this is a huge, huge opportunity that we're craving leadership. People want role models. I don't think people want to pollute to the extent that they are. So the, the challenge of what do I do about this? I said I was going to do something and now I didn't. I really want to. I think I'm going to. That's, that's the challenge of changing our course with respect to the environment of sustainability and stewardship. And I, I tip a hat to you for being game on the spot, on the recording to say, okay, I'll, let, I'll let this out because most people wouldn't. In fact, billions of people aren't. Yeah. That's that self-accountability, right? Like, hey, let's just be honest. This, this is life. It's anything far from perfect. It's, it's the, a lot of it's the journey. It's the finding our way through it, right? That doesn't mean that we should give up on it. So. Yeah, and even relish it, even revel in it that, yeah, I didn't do, I, I said I was going to do something. It's harder than I thought. You learned. I'm learning. Yep. And I, I think even more, uh, some of the, the pieces that you highlighted in there uh, from some of the other stories are just, you know, um, in, in times of trouble or in tough projects, right? Like we tend to uh, just do it ourselves or lean in or like, oh yeah, I can totally get this done. Uh, and uh, I think in each of the examples that you use, they, they leaned in, eventually they leaned in more with other stakeholders that were uh, maybe not as initially involved in the project as they they thought, right? Uh, or they were wanted to solve it on their own for them. Uh, but it, uh, you know, ultimately when engaging uh, those other stakeholders, they were able to find uh, new ways to to accomplish the thing that was meaningful for them, and and other lots of other benefits along the way too, right? Uh, and so I think you know similarly here, for me, I've been trying to uh, figure this out of like, hey, well, I don't want to inconvenience. Uh, you know, family members or whatnot, where I might be looking to plant these two trees, you know, I can do it all on my own. Uh, and just, you know, having gone about it in that way or framed it in those ways, I may not have created the space for them to, uh, not to, to be involved or be burdened by it, but to be like, oh, hey, how can I help Chris do the thing that he that's important to him? Or, okay, now that I more fully understand this thing that Chris is trying to do, I get it. Um, here might be other ways that that I can help or that we can collaborate together or that he can achieve the thing that's important to him. So uh, if nothing else, I, I, I take the point of leaning in with others and having those those fuller, deeper conversations about, okay, well, what's important, Chris? Why are you trying to do these things? Uh, where, where are you trying to go with it? And, and how can we get there together? Yeah, I recommend everyone listening to this, rewind and listen to what he just said. And I, and with the following, what he, what you just described is, leadership when I mean, you call it leading in, but i call it leadership it's when people and this happens all the time when people commit to doing something here they often switch from before they do they think of other people as like oh are they gonna think i'm weird am i gonna inconvenience them is this gonna like when i pick up garbage off the street like are people gonna think i'm weird but when you commit you start seeing other people as part of the solution and you realize like inconvenience someone to plant a tree. Like most people I think will be glad to participate in planting a tree or however you involve them. I mean, if you bring them in, maybe they'll decline and say, do it on your own. But I bet if they get involved, they'll be glad that you've involved them. That is to say, you'll, they'll be glad that you led them. 
and you're not going to, I presume you're not going to tell them like, here's how you can help me dig a hole. <laughs> Presumably you say, Hey, I want right. to plant a tree. Can you help me? How can we do this together? Something I don't know how it's, it's your way of leading. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, the, the pieces that I was trying to avoid were, um, Hey, I'm going to do something. And so this is the burden that it's going to create for you. Right. Uh, and so that was the, the piece that I was trying to avoid. Uh, but just by avoiding involving them in that conversation or involving framing just the bigger picture of what am I trying to achieve and why, uh, I was having less of a full conversation with them. And so they, they probably still were walking away with the, the experience or the expectation like, well, Chris, are, are you going to be here all the time? How are you going to take care of this? How is this not going to be something more that I end up having to take care of? Um, you know, this, this is work for me. So what, <laughs> uh, so I just think having those those fuller conversations, uh, at least in my particular case, right? Like this would be, uh, this would help move the conversation forward. And it may, it may go in different directions than you expected. Maybe if it's if a tree right. needs a certain amount of care and they don't really get the joy out of it, maybe it'll be a tomato plant that only lasts a year and they get tomatoes out of it. Or, right. you know, who knows what, I, it, when, once you involve other people, you lose, you get exactly what you want you gain teamwork and, you know, involvement and getting more than you, the sum of the parts. Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. That, that kind of iteration is, is actually literally what uh, I've been going through. So, you know, I initially started like, okay, go plant two trees. Awesome. Uh, and the more that I started looking into that and looking into, you know, what trees are native to, you know, the particular space where I'm looking to plant, um, so I'm supporting, you know, nature or not, uh, the more local uh, ecosystems, right? The things that co-evolve together and going to be more resilient to the local ecosystem. Great. Awesome. Started filtering down from there to ones that were ideally endangered or something along those lines, just, you know, help the, the most um, exposed species. And then just for consultants three, somewhere along the way uh, in reading up on, hey, if you're going to plant trees, um, one of the uh, the ideas, the suggestion of it might as well plant a fruit tree because that way you gain something, even you a double gain, right? Or a, a, an additional layer of gain. Um, and so in sharing that, I think I may have focused, you know, so much on like, oh yeah, I'm going to go plant two fruit trees um, that like, oh, well, fruit trees take a lot of effort and then there's more pests because they want to eat the fruit. And, and I think we got so fixated on like what that last iteration was. Then like, well, what are all the other things? What are all the other ways that we could... Uh, still do something in this direction uh, that is going to be meaningful. It's going to be relevant and going to be fun and engaging and exciting for, for each of us. Uh, so, yeah, I think that iteration, like just that co-creating, right. Uh, somewhere along the way, what was the, the phrase um, clock building versus time telling, right. So creating that kind of shared vision together of sharing, Hey, this is what I'm inspired to go to. You know, you want to join me in that vision. And then by adding, new ingredients, new people to it. The vision obviously it iterates, it changes, uh, but it also becomes richer, right? So. Yeah, can you actually, I've never heard clock building versus time telling. Can you expand on that? It sounds meaningful. Yeah, uh, so the idea that um, just co-creating a vision, uh, creating a, a shared vision upfront. Um, so rather than uh, saying like, all right, hey, um, we're going to um, get to, uh, we're going to go plant two trees, right? Um, that may work in some situations, in some circumstances, right? Um, 
it doesn't work in, in all areas, right? Uh, whereas if you come in and say like, hey, well, you know, what's what's important to you? Uh, or I know that, you know, having an orderly lawn is important to you. You're like, what are the aspects? Why did you pick the plants that are in your lawn already? Hey, things that are important to me are these things. Um, how can we do this together, right? How can we co-create something in this, this lawn space together, right? So building the clock, building what the time is going to be versus dictating, hey, this is going to be the thing, right? Because we involve somebody in the process, they're, they're that much more um, understanding of the outcome, right? They, they get where North Star is, and they're much more bought into the North Star, and they're much more engaged in the follow-on of it. What's the literal part of clock? Is it, I mean, what's, where does the original, what's the very simple non, not applying it to life? I've never built a clock. Is it like there's a factory somewhere and someone is the foreman is telling them the time and they say, let's all build a clock together. And now they care about it more or what's the original non don't translate into regular life. Where, where does it come from? Sure. Yeah. So this is actually something that came up uh, from my fraternity. So uh, as part of the leadership training that they do uh, over the summer with undergrad executives, that's where I heard it from. Uh, and if I remember correctly, just like the, the origin for it, um, of just building a clock with someone um, versus telling them the time, right? Hey, this is, this is what you do now. This is the thing to do now versus just building it together with them so that they can tell the time that, that we can all be on the same page together. Okay, so there's no original power. Probably, yeah, I'm probably butchering it horribly. <laughs> Um, but just that idea of, you know, using it in a leadership front that the, the implication has been the part that I've walked away with, unfortunately, versus the, the original parallel. I'll look it up then. So I propose <laughs> that between that we, that we call this episode 1.5 and that we have an episode two in which you've built a clock with built a clock with the original goal of some of whatever you're going to achieve with planting two trees, that you achieve that goal, you build that clock. Sounds good. Would setting a time, like how long, I, I propose setting a time. I, I find for myself, giving me accountability helps me get the job done, a deadline. If that's the case with you, yeah. I would like to help you by giving you a deadline, setting it together with you. Are you up for yeah, scheduling I, a second conversation or yeah, episode two? Yeah, I would concur. I would agree. Uh, like, like last time, uh, I appreciate the invitation for pure accountability. So thank you. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> this is how leaders speak. What would be a good time? My initial knee-jerk reaction was, oh, hey, let's just do for a month from now. Uh, <laughs> but um, that, that may not be the right one. Um, and I, I don't want to say, uh, you know, a year from now, because that might be too long, right? Uh, but uh, I'm just thinking about the calendar. Uh, if it's beginning of June now, then maybe uh, two months from now. All right. So just okay. to give it a little bit more bumpy time to like re recreate, reiterate. So like uh, first week or so of August. All right. I'm looking at today's the fourth. So that would be the fourth. Say 9 a.m. on the fourth. Sure, that sounds good. And can you send me an invitation with this link so that I, I don't mess it up? Yes, <laughs> happy happy to, can do. Okay, cool. So 
how'd you feel about this conversation? I'm, I'm normally I have this conversation on my podcast. It's very rare that I have it on someone else's podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this is good. It's uh, a little bit off the beaten path for the, the structure and the, the, the approach, but it's still all very much about uh, on brand of the conversations that I would want to have anyway of like, Hey, what are the ideas we're sharing? Right. Uh, so it was, it was interesting going in a uncharted uh, direction, right? Like, all right, we're going to have a conversation. I don't know where it's going to go, but I, I have faith in the process. I have faith in the, the stakeholders we're, we're getting on the bus together with. That's a lot like how I've been talking lately. My, my third TEDx talk is getting <laughs> attention of uh, doing a TV show based on it. I've never done a TV show nice. and I don't know what I'm getting into. And if you asked me what I should do or what, of the, if you ask me about the possibilities, I could come up with some pretty cool things. When I hear the other people talking who've done you know TV production before and done PR to major major places, I, there's no way I could have come up with the stuff that they came up with. And my, I like it a lot more. I'm putting my faith in the process. I'm putting my faith in the people and their experience and their visions, and that we will form a team. Uh, basically, what you what you just said. Oh, it's it's uh, the amazing thing that happens when we collaborate with other yeah. humans. So I uh, want to be mindful of time. Uh, Josh, I know that uh, it's top above the, the half hour. Uh, I'll get this uh, invite out with uh, the anchor link. I may not be able to pre-include the anchor link in there, um, but uh, we'll flag the like, Chris will send anchor link. <laughs> so that it's okay. clear. Well, good luck. Let me know awesome. if there's anything I can help with in the meantime. Use me as a resource. I look forward to hearing this on air too. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Bye. Thanks, Steve Joshua. Bye. Take care. Bye bye.